To the Middle East now, where US Secretary of State Antony Blinken has arrived in Israel as tensions continue to flare in the region. Over the past few days, there have been two separate gun attacks by Palestinians in Jerusalem following an Israeli army raid in the north of the occupied West Bank, which killed nine. In Israel, the Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has vowed to impose an iron fist response. We decided to deny social security rights to terror-supporting families and the government will discuss further steps, among them revoking ID cards and revoking residency from families of terrorists that support terror. In parallel, we are expanding and speeding up the issuing of gun licenses for thousands of Israeli citizens. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu speaking over the weekend. Professor Yossi Meckelberg is an Associate Fellow at Chatham House Middle East and North Africa program and our guest this morning. Professor Meckelberg, welcome to the program. Good morning. Thank you for having me. How significant are these measures that the Prime Minister has pledged? They are very significant and they're going to, to hurt Palestinians very much, but at the same time they're going not going to change the underlying issues that are there you know, probably for 75 years, but uh, since 1948, but more so since uh, 1967 and the occupation of, of the West Bank and now uh, formally occupied, now blockaded the uh, Gaza Strip. This is, this is the same routine of collective punishment, which by the way, it's illegal by international law. It won't be legal had it been taking place inside Israel, but it's not going to solve anything. At best, it will create just more a culture of fear and, and, and maybe give Israel another lull in, in, in this militancy. I doubt it, but not going to resolve and look long-term the relations between the two people. One of the measures that the Prime Minister has outlined is making it easier for Israelis to obtain guns. What is the rationale for allowing more Israelis to obtain guns? It's, it's the same rationale of uh, gun control in the United States. More guns allow people to protect themselves, and we see how well it works in the United States. More innocent people are, are, are killed every, every year, and that's go, what's going to happen also probably in Israel and in the West Bank, let alone the people probably will be armed are the wrong people, uh, meaning settlers, that we already there is a great increase in, in, in settler violence against Palestinians. It's, it's basically establishing militias that are going uh, to, to shoot without the, the need training to deal with such incidents. And who knows how many will be lose their life as a result of it. Those are populist reactions to a horrible incidents uh, on Friday that everyone obviously condemned trying, you know, killing seven innocent people, worshippers coming out of synagogue or trying to shoot and see the father and, and, and the son. But sometimes the answer is even, or the, 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 the remedy is worse than the initial problem. You mentioned it's kind of setting up militias. What do you mean by that? Well, you have already in the West Bank militias settlers, and right now, for there also the, these these settlers have Jewish settlers in the West Bank have their representatives 
in, in, in government. They're, these representatives are trying to weaken the justice system and the courts, courts in Israel. Uh, following what happened over the weekend, uh, the idea is to give more of them uh, weapons. And it's not just guns, it's also semi-automatic rifles. There are enough weapons uh, everywhere in, in on both sides. And who knows what's going to happen next? I think it's a really source of grave concern when you start arms population. Some of them that actually uh, see the highest authority for them in their religious leaders, the rabbis, than the authority of the state. So uh, this suite of very hardline measures has been announced by the Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, as we say. How have Palestinians responded? Well, of course, the Palestinians uh, protest against the, they call the international community uh, to to take an action against it, or just try to help to get out of the current impasse. And I think to an extent, the international community should take responsibility as well for neglecting the Israeli-Palestinian conflict uh, for way too long. There was sort of following the collapse of the Oslo process that was entered into into the discourse in the international community, those who deal with the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, oh, we, we, we try to do everything and anything and nothing helped. So it's a lost cause and just left it to fester. Mm. And just said, the most from trying to deal with really the core issue, the root causes of the conflict into conflict management. We've seen in so many other places, conflict management doesn't work. At best, it gives you some hit in, 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 in conflict, but then it comes even worse because what happens under the surface is kind of bubbling despair and frustration. And that's what we see right now. It's not to justify violence, but we, Again, we learned from history where violence uh, were the origins of it. You, you mentioned violence. You say that you think the international community has well, uh, you know, distanced itself or kind of almost given up on on this. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has arrived in Israel. What is the purpose of that visit? Is that about re-engaging? What's your analysis? Well, interestingly enough, the the visit was announced before. The, the 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 last part of, of, of violence and uh, periodically uh, American leaders do visit uh, President Biden visited some time ago and and uh, Secretary of State Blinken was already there the question if the United States is ready to make a stand as it is it is it's it's not regarded as as an honest broker by the Palestinians, but it's probably the only one broker around. They need to take steps. The the, the previous administration, the Trump administration, caused huge damage to the sending of 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 the United States among among Palestinians. With, for instance, moving the embassy to Jerusalem, to make an embassy to Jerusalem, cutting funds. Some of it been restored by by the Biden administration. But for instance, still refusing to reopen the American consulate, which serves the Palestinians in, in, in East Jerusalem, despite promising in a previous visit to President Abbas. I think this is this kind of issues are crucial. And unless actually Secretary Blinken comes with any strategy of, or, or plan, nothing would come out of it. And also it's going to affect 
the the standing of of the United States in the Middle East, which is not its highest ever. Professor Meckelberg, thank you so much for your time this morning. My pleasure. Thank you. Professor Yossi Meckelberg is an Associate Fellow at Chatham House Middle East and North Africa Program in London. You're listening to ABC RN Breakfast. ABC RN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.